Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If I knocked on your door right now and said you can be the WWE champion, what would you say? Yes, of course. Then we'd hug before you realize it's just some bald idiot in front of you who does not have this power. I am not Vince McMahon. The boss has offered such trinkets to his superstars over the years, though, and amazingly, some have actually gone no. Ooh, well. I'm Simon from What Culture. Please do remember two wrongs do not make a right, so subscribe. And this is 10 Wrestlers Who Turned Down Title Reigns. Number 10, Bret Hart. The WWE Intercontinental title is still awesome, even though it has been dragged through the mud. That underlines how special it has been in the past, and while it doesn't happen much anymore, there was a time when you slapped it on somebody in the mid-card to let the audience know big things were coming. That didn't always work, of course, but it was the idea, and one of the best reigns ever was Bret Hart when he was awarded it in 1991. His match against Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam is still a treat, and it did do as it was intended. Within a short while, the hitman was at the top of the tree. Zoom forward to 1997, and apparently the decision was made for Bret to have another go around with this championship, and Hart said no. It was all down to the fact the excellent of execution wasn't one to screw over anybody else. When he realized he would be taking the prize from Rocky Maivia, he wasn't interested. The young rookie needed all the help he could to get to the next level. Instead, the hitman did become the WWE champion once more that year, and we all know what happened next. Number 9, Chris Benoit. As ever, it's never fun to have discussions about Chris Benoit, but many are surprised to how Benoit became the WCW champion because the amount of politics around it was ridiculous. It all happened in the year 2000, where Chris DiMalenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Perry Saturn were part of a group who were sick of world championship wrestling and wanted to leave. Benoit was so sure he was done, nothing was going to change his mind. Not even a run with the biggest belt there was. WCW has ever thought they knew best, so still crowned Benoit at sold out when he defeated Sid Vicious. Have <laughs> a guess what went down. 24 hours later, he relinquished the thing and left for the WWE. Which means we ask the question we always ask, what the hell were they thinking? Number 8, X-Pac. Sean Waltman is so underrated today, it ain't even funny. The dude could go from the day he debuted up till now, and sadly so many people were obsessed with this whole X-Pac heat that it often stole the conversation away from this. He is great. Throughout the Monday Night Wars, he was pinging back and forth between WCW and WWE, but given his run from 1998 with DX was pretty good, by the time we got to 2001 and the purchase of the competition, Waltman assumed more solid things were coming. Instead, he started a feud with Tajiri over the light heavyweight and cruiserweight championships. It put him in a position where being in and around this meant less money, leaving Pac to do whatever he could to avoid it. He straight up told this to Vinnie Mac, 
But the chairman of the board dug his heels in and there was no going back. Sean was given the gold. Two months later, he dropped it all to Billy Kidman, and that was sort of the beginning of the end for X-Pac on WWE TV. And I tell you, he really did deserve so much more. Number 7, Eddie Guerrero. More than 15 years have passed since the death of Eddie Guerrero, and what's awesome is that fans over the world still chant his name. Talk about leaving your mark. We all remember when he won the WWE title by beating Brock Lesnar at No Way Out 2004, but throughout that run, Eddie was haunted by how well he was performing as champion, right down to the amount of people coming to live shows. Guerrero was also going through some personal issues, so actually asked if this could be brought to an abrupt end, which is one reason JBL was moved into a position where he could become the guy. 12 months later, Eddie was offered the chance to get it back after current holder Batista was struggling with injuries, but once more he decided decided it wasn't the right time. And the horrible part of all this is that if the worst hadn't happened, eventually Eddie Guerrero would have become a two-time champion. I'd have loved to have seen it. Number six, Chavo Guerrero. So this one we do have to take with a pinch of salt, but as it's out there, we should also talk about it. Also, it involves, ooh, Chavo, so I'm game instantly. Admittedly, though, it does seem a bit of a stretch that WWE would have made this Guerrero champion given how he'd been treated over his career. But ooh, Chavo has come out and said this was a talking point after his Uncle Eddie passed. For some reason, he said no and became Kerwin White instead, which is another reason that does make you go, wait a minute. Although when you recall what happened with Rey Mysterio, maybe that position was at the very least thrown around as an idea. So it does stand to reason, although why ooh, Chavo turned it down, I don't get. Maybe he could just see the writing on the wall. Number five, The Undertaker. Right, we have already talked about Eddie Guerrero dropping the WWE title to John Bradshaw Layfield, but naturally, he was not the only name in the discussions. We had Kurt Angle, Booker T, The Big Show, and of course, The Dead Man, who could have easily stepped into this spot. Naturally, it was The Undertaker who was top of this list, but the real-life Mark Calloway actually said he thought it was a bad idea. He had only just returned as the zombie version of his gimmick, and being rushed to the title seemed like it would backfire, mostly because Eddie Guerrero was so beloved. The question is then, is that if he had gone for it, what would have happened to JBL? Would he have found his way to this position anyway, or would he have been kept at the same level he was already at? I mean, really, Taker would have needed some heel opponents, so he does tick that box. <laughs> what a wild time 2004 was. Before Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler has done very well for herself outside the wrestling bubble, and while that's also true when she was within it, she didn't actually win that many titles. I mean, Wikipedia told me she won Babe of the Year in 2004, and was obviously the victor in the WCW Nitro Girl search, but when it came to sports entertainment gold... Keebler was never in the mix. I don't think this would have bothered her because she seemed to understand her role, and maybe that's why Stacy often said no when she was offered the chance. WWE even wanted to do Keebler versus Trish Stratus at WrestleMania 21 with the title switch happening, whereas Stace decided she would rather focus on her valet work. I do kind of like that, though, because if you know your strength and where you're likely going to fly, that's what you should do. And honestly, would most fans have accepted Keebler as the champion in 2005? It is debatable. Number three, Tori Wilson. Another one who followed in the footsteps of Stacey Keebler, Tori Wilson knew what WWE wanted her to do. I think we can all agree there was far more that we could have done with the former fitness model. But to be fair, in 2008, when the Divas title was introduced into the mix, a lot of higher-ups pitched Tori as the way to go. When Wilson heard about this, however, she thought somebody else would be a better fit, especially as that person would be the inaugural champion. Eventually, the honor went to Michelle McCool, who defeated Natalia at the Great American Bash. And that is nuts, because it reminds you how long Natty has been around. It does only take some mass to figure out the real deal with this one, though, because that match went down in July of 2008. 
2008, with Tori retiring from in-ring action in May. Stands to reason she had already made up her mind and didn't need a title reign delaying her plans. Number two, Darok. And it's time to go back to the JBL title reign. I know, I know, how does this tie so much into history? It just does, it's weird. As we all recall, it ended at WrestleMania 21 when John Cena beat Bradshaw to win his first of 16 world titles. But if you do do some rumor digging from that period, there are a lot of reports saying WWE made a play for The Rock to return and once again become the man. They go on to suggest that Dwayne Johnson turned it down because he was entrenched in Hollywood by that point. But I would also guess asking someone on the cusp of that kind of success if they'd like to come back in the non-main event of WrestleMania would have ironically raised some eyebrows. It also definitely would have been the wrong call because we all know about Cena's success from this point and no matter what you do think, it was definitely the right thing to do. Number one, Shawn Michaels. The career of Shawn Michaels comes with a part one and then a part two. You can argue which is better amongst yourselves, but the guy who came for the latter part of his run is universally praised for having a new attitude and being an all-round nice dude. Proof is there too, as the original Heartbreak Kid was desperate to hold titles and never let them go, whereas the revised version didn't really care, hence why he barely won any during the eight years he was with the promotion from 2002. And this wasn't for the lack of trying by McMahon and his friends, because HBK was offered plenty of opportunities to be the champ, but yes, every time he just said no. Even when he won in the elimination, chamber that was having his arm twisted into agreeing and i would guess by this point michaels just wanted to have great match after great match and you can't argue he didn't achieve that i mean he basically never put a foot wrong until we get to saudi arabia but we don't talk about that hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.